There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Popcorn salad-ish. That is my thesis on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live. And my talk 1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, while we are talking about this, the question we are asking you, lovely listeners, is what's the weird thing that you call a salad that definitely is not a salad? 651 641 1071. Okay. Have you been paying attention to the popcorn salad controversy of 2021? That's a thing? Uh, it is certainly a thing. I didn't know. Okay, so this apparently went viral over the weekend. This is a recipe by a Food Network employee by the name of Molly Ye. When I say employee, I think she has a show. Oh, she does. Yeah, she's a Food Network personality. Okay, so this um, she made this salad. And it's called Crunchy Snap Pea Popcorn Salad. And... Um, she, in the making of this recipe, continually mentions that this is a popular salad in the Midwest. You know, quick question: <laughs> anybody ever eaten one of these? No, and I, no. I have to tell you because you gave us homework today, and um, you said watch this segment where she, wherein she makes this mm-hmm. popcorn salad. Mm-hmm. I and she says it with such conviction that like. Everyone she knows makes popcorn salad, and it's very common for mm-hmm. popcorn salad, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I mean, I know I can, you know, feel like I live in a bubble on occasion, even though I too live in the Midwest. I'm like, I've never, and trust, she references a lot of salads having mayonnaise, and I'm here for that. Like, I. Me too. I'm not even going to be offended by it, even though she says people in the Midwest love mayonnaise in their salad. I mean, let's be clear. First of all, who doesn't love mayonnaise? I agree with you. But to your point. I did not like her tone. (laughs) To your point, this is not like just a Midwestern experience. And even if it is. Fine, I'll own it. Okay. But anyway, um, we also like balsamic vinegar dressings Mm -hmm. and a light Italian dressing on occasion. Mm -hmm. I love a thousand islands. What about ranch? Oh, God. We love ranch. Ranch, I mean, come on. That's a sauce. Like, sure, I've heard of uh, mayonnaise based salads before, potato salad, anyone? Mm. But never in all of my years have I ever seen a popcorn salad. Not once. And I've been to, I can't even tell you, I do not have phalanges enough to count how many potlucks I have been to. I have been to a basement or two. Oh, in a church, no less. I bet you've all seen Jell-O salad. A lot of them. Right? Ooh, they jiggle. But you've never seen a popcorn salad. Never. 
I've even seen, I haven't seen a grape salad, except for I was one I made, say, which was dumb. Doesn't this smell a little bit like, this is sort of the Food Network's uh, equivalent of the New York Times grape salad? Yes. Can we, Holly, are we able to play just the very beginning of this Molly Ye's uh, making <laughs> like of this, the, this Molly, Molly Ye person? I mean, I don't know that I can, I don't know that I can welcome her into my life right now because she, she's pushing popcorn she's salad. She's pushing popcorn us. salad. And yeah. Am I going to try it? Of course I am. Am I going to make it? Yes. Uh, I'm going to make are? it at some point. I probably oh. will because I'm curious. Aren't you? Well, here's here's what I'm worried about. And in fact, if you read the comments, because I, I on this post and um, let me just navigate my way back there. If uh, on the post itself for crunchy snap pea popcorn salad. <laughs> But you want to try it, Colleen. Totally. Um, because I'm curious. I mean, I encourage you to try it. Not because I think it sounds good. But but the thing that I'm most concerned about is, after about five minutes... It does not travel well, it doesn't feel like. That is going to be just a yeah. soggy lump. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the um, reviews, it is heartening, because I feel like your criticism is onto something. Um, people are not reacting kindly to this no, salad recipe. No, not even a little bit. People are like, Molly, girl, you've lost your mind. P.S. Can we just talk? This <laughs> I mean, has they literally been, said those words. It's, those are not my words. This has been out there in the world since like May of 2020. Okay, so this somebody happened on this over the weekend. Yes, because on June 8th of 2020, Sharon B. said... Five stars. So good. So Sharon B is all about the popcorn yeah. salad, but the but rest most of the, of the reviews are, are not so much. Most of the reviews are one star. And um, somebody says how like this is this. Somebody was very offended. Oh, yeah. How dare you post this garbage? This is such an abomination. <laughs> this is just wet popcorn with mayo. Who are you trying to fool with this salad? Ma'am, this is literally <laughs> soggy, mushy popcorn with leaves on top. I okay, mean, because like, at the this end, this person is not amused. At the end, she she shoves a bunch of watercress on the top to try to make it look <laughs> she like, is an act. like she's trying to fool people. She's like, hey, don't worry. You put some leaves on top, but there's. Yummy mayonnaise popcorn with carrots, snap peas, and celery, no less. I think we Mm -hmm. need to talk to Kathy because she alleges that she has had this experience in her life. Kathy, let's learn more. Kathy, have you eaten this abomination? Hi, Kathy. Oh, hi, you guys. Say, uh, I've had it. I had it about 25 years ago when it was popular in Iowa. Mm. I, she's just jazzing it up a bit, but it's been around a long time. Okay, and is it any good? Yeah, it really is. You know, you don't, it's the popcorn obviously kind of disintegrates. You don't see the kernels. Um, we had cheese in ours, mayonnaise, um, perhaps peas, I don't remember. But she's jazzed it up, and honest to God, I had it for the first time about 25 years ago when I lived in Iowa. Oh, my gosh. Kathy, thank you so much for your call. Um, When she said, obviously, it breaks down a little bit. That made me feel like, I don't know that I want, um, if I'm eating a salad, (laughs) I want everything to hold up. Um, Tammy tweeted us, I told the morning show popcorn salad is fantastic. Her recipe is uh, well, she says her recipe, that is Molly's recipe, is, quote, crap. Hers is fantastic. Mm. So there's a little fight of uh, 
uh, popcorn salad. Can I just say, though... You can say whatever you want. I don't feel like that salad. I feel like it's just... um, It's popcorn with mayonnaise? So that's my other issue, is why is it... And this feels like a distinctly Midwest thing, and I really don't want this, okay? I don't want to wear this (laughs) outfit. You don't want to wear mayonnaise salad. I don't want to wear the fact that we call things salad that are not salad. Like jello salad, yeah. Yeah, well, and let's... Can we play the video a little bit? Because her enthusiasm... It's so annoying. She's very excited. For pushing mayonnaise as like a key Midwestern ingredient (laughs) my snap pea and popcorn salad which is a riff on an iconic midwestern dish and mine's got crunchy vegetables tons of snappy popcorn and it's held together with a mayo-y dressing it's so midwestern so quirky and so delicious to get started i'm seasoning my popcorn with some white cheddar powder which is magic cheesy dust that's the thing i'll make my dressing okay why do i feel like she's talking to me like i'm a child magic cheesy dust well pretty sure it's just called cheese dust well you you, you're supposed to sprinkle the popcorn with white cheddar powder or whatever like that popcorn seasoning which is good i'm sorry the popcorn seasoning might be good but then covering it in mayonnaise i don't know like look i like some weird stuff yes this i just keep getting um a texture issue popping up which is that it's going to be slimy intended you but then and then what happens when it gets room temperature? Okay, so I want to talk about a couple and things. Wet. Oh. I want to talk about a couple things. First of all, I take great offense oh. at the fact oh. that she said it's iconic Midwestern, you know, because it's quirky and it's like what is she saying about us? Well, also it's such a huge umbrella. Like what somebody makes in rural Iowa is not something that those of us in, you know, I don't know, Minnesota are going to relate to, like, mm-hmm. popcorn. much salad. less North Dakota. I mean, like, I know we're next door to each other, but that's a vastly different food culture, I feel like. Well, yes, especially if they're eating popcorn salad. I mean, and you and I have both traveled extensively throughout the quote-unquote Midwest. Mm-hmm. I have never come across a uh, Nary popcorn salad. Nary one popcorn salad. I've seen weird stuff that you people do with fish. Mm-hmm. Don't Don't look at me. I mean, I'm looking specifically at you. I know you are. What's the say weird it, thing just with say the fish? It. He um, wants to make fun of the lutefisk, lutefisk and yeah. the oh, herring. Mm-hmm. Not herring. Oh, uh, you're fine with herring? Well, because herring is like, you know. It's like Norwegian sushi. <laughs> only it's, yeah, no, a nice try, but. But again, the thing I will not accept is this, and I we need to stop this as soon as humanly possible, this whole notion that Minnesotans are going to call things salad that aren't salad. If I ever so, what do we call run Jell-O for salad? office? That's my platform. What's your platform? Yeah, Jello it's just, surprise. It's just Jello. It's just Jelloy. It's just like a Jello dessert. It's a Jello arrangement. <laughs> I mean, it it's a- not a salad, and we know it. So why do we call it a salad? That's a, true. A wiggle cake. A wiggle cake works. Wiggle. Cake? That sounds fun. A Jello salad is a thing. But I don't want to call it salad because stuff. salad makes it sound like there is going to be a modicum of health. It's, yeah, and there isn't. There's not. And if you want me to eat it, make it sound fun. Make it sound like a party. So popcorn, um, uh, splat, Special splatter, popcorn, popcorn, surprise, smushy, splatter? Splashy. I don't know. It's just got to have like a wet connotation because it's wet. 
blobs of popcorn. I, kinda, I really nasty. do. I want to bring this, and here's here's what I would commit to, guys. I would keep the popcorn separate until we were about to eat it, and then I would well, mix it can in. Can I just point out, though? Yes, I and I'm all here for that. I okay. would happily try your popcorn, because I, too, when I watched the video, I was like, well, the first thing is, because she's preparing the popcorn salad before her friends come over yeah and it's just and gonna, then it's sit, gonna there. sit there and then her friends are eating it and they're like oh my god what's the mouth and, and i'm like i don't think that popcorn salad sat out that long so i kind of want you to do both because i feel like oh okay i feel like, like if you're gonna bring something as a salad you will have made it the night before or the morning of mm-hmm. like while you're getting ready and then you bring it in like so maybe do a little half and half because i think if you can't can't make the salad until you arrive at your party, it's not worth making. That's dumb. Also, yeah. if your friend serves a popcorn salad at a party, they're not your friend. Yeah. They're like, not your that, friend. That is your I mean, mortal enemy. Question also, that friendship. Also, I just thought like, well, why isn't there potato chip salad or pretzel salad? Because oh, there probably is because we're in Minnesota, and if we want to serve it at a potluck, we better put the word salad near it. But it's not. But a I mean, salad. imagine making that recipe with potato chips. <laughs> or oh, Cheetos. Oh, we gotta go. Okay, That's fine. Nasty. When we return on the That's Colleen nasty. and Bradley show, you guys, we have to talk about this Justin Timberlake wardrobe malfunction mm. story that is cropping up again um, because there's new details. All right. After this on My Talk 1071. Okay. So remember that time that there was a wardrobe malfunction in the Super Bowl halftime show with Justin yep. Timberlake and Janet Jackson? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay. So we just recently started talking about this all over again because of the um, documentary about Britney Spears. And it like shed some new light on who Justin Timberlake was in that really I, I don't know. And we started talking about it again, right? Yep. Well, now there's another voice adding to the cacophony of um, the chorus of talking about this Super Bowl show. Mm. And that is the person who designed that very garment that Janet Jackson was wearing during the Super Bowl. Okay. That ended up exposing her breasts. The one that was malfunctioning. Exactly. So this is what the stylist has said about that very wardrobe malfunction. Uh, His name is Wayne Scott Lucas, and he says that Justin Timberlake, quote, insisted on doing something bigger than the performance. And I'm this is now we're out of the quote. Yeah. uh, That Britney Spears, Madonna and Christina Aguilera had done at the MTV Music Awards, which was the same year. Yeah. Which we all remember. Yep. Where they kissed. And that was, you know, sent shockwaves. Oh, my through God. The, oh, my ladies, ladies kissing. kissing. You don't say. Where's my fainting couch? Well, Wayne Scott Lucas said that Justin Timberlake, quote, insisted on doing something bigger than their performance. He wanted a reveal. Now, he explains that the original concept was for Janet Jackson to be wearing a pearl G-string inspired by one that Kim Cattrall wore in one of the episodes of Sex in the City. And he says, quote, Janet was going to be in a Roca dress and Justin was going to step on the back of her dress to reveal her butt in this purple G-string. Or sorry, this pearl G-string. Um, but the outfit changed a couple days before you actually saw what happened. Yeah. 
So he said they had this wardrobe change at the end at the, you know, and they had to quick change what they were going to do. And so this Wayne Scott Lucas is the one who designed the actual garment that Janet Jackson was wearing. And he says, quote, I wouldn't call it a wardrobe malfunction in a million years. Mm. It was the most functioning wardrobe in history. As a stylist, it did what it was intended to do. So he built it to malfunction, quote unquote. So that's the part that I find really interesting, right? Like, because the story is we were told by Justin Timberlake and mostly Justin Timberlake is that the intention had always been for him to rip off the first piece of the garment, revealing her red lace bra. Yeah. But what ended up happening is he ripped both things, and that's when we saw the breast exposed. Yeah. But this makes it sound like the idea had always been to rip both off. Yeah, which is interesting to me because then I have all these other follow-up questions. Me too. Which um, I think the punchline is, and I don't want to step on your toes, but that he's writing a book all about it. Yeah, So we're going to now have a reason to read the book, right? Right. Um. My question, one of my follow-up questions is, does Janet understand any of this? Like, when you talk about the G-string experience, mm-hmm. was she privy to that? Right. That Justin was going to step on that? And I don't think that changes the the conversation we've had about how she uh, was done wrong by Justin Timberlake, right? Right. Well, I think, and I do think that there is then a broader conversation about exactly what the intent was, where she was essentially the vehicle for this shocking thing that happened and he got off scot-free and left her out to drive exactly with one breast exposed uh, when does this book come out uh yeah well he's working on the tell-all book right now when we come back we've got crazy stupid idiots after this on my talk 1071 well these crazy stupid idiots also had a bad day on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer Hi. and these are your crazy stupid idiots well then I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Like West Virginia. West Virginia. Yes. Mama. Sing it. Take me home. Uh, well, I don't want to go home to this place because we're going to meet 63-year-old Kenneth Workow, who actually workouts, okay, at a Walmart. He works at the Walmart in Moundsville, West Virginia. And he is in some serious trouble with the long arm of the law. Why, you ask? Why, I ask. Thank you for asking. So he was doing this thing while working at the Walmart where he would activate prepaid MasterCards and Xbox gift cards, and he would say that they'd been paid for in cash, but then he wouldn't actually put cash in the register. Okay. And then he would make off with the gift cards, so they had never been paid for, but he would activate them because he worked at the 
yeah. um, you know, at the register. And he would bring them home with him, and then he'd put them in a little mailing uh, envelope, and he'd mail them off to a lady by the name of Paulina, who lived in Belgium. Hi, Paulina. Paulina in Belgium is a gal that he met on the internet. Oh. As you do. And she's likely not a real gal, but oh. he had so a picture really of Paul. her. Could have been. In a basement. Could have been. He had a picture of her. And supplied that picture to the cops so as to prove that this lady was real and very much part of his life. And they were like, hey, FYI, she's not probably real. Also, she probably doesn't love you, but she does love the mail you sent her. Uh, Yeah. Hmm. Uh, They do not know yet who was behind Paulina, but poor Kenneth is facing up to 20 years in prison for three federal wire fraud charges. Over the course of four months in 2019, he racked up $123,775 worth of gift cards that he sent to Paulina. Oops. Wow. Careful. Uh, Gift cards. It amazes me that gift cards are a thing. Just because it seems like that would be so easy to, you know, like cash, right? Like you can, especially in this digital age. Yes. Anywho, careful who you meet on the interwebs, okay? That's very true. Mm -hmm. Can I add to that? By saying, also be very careful who you meet in real life. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So that was where again? That was in uh, West Virginia. West Virginia all the way to, it went international, right? To Belgium. Oh, to Belgium. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. I thought you were telling me where you were taking us. No, no, no. Uh, I'm saying you went from those two places, and Mm -hmm. I'm over here in Kuala Lumpur. Oh, wow. um, In Indonesia. We're all over the world today. Yes, in fact. Now, get this. This is a crazy story. Now, this is a low stakes. Well, it's actually a high stakes, but low you'll understand. So this guy was on his way to get married. Um, and he was going to, uh, he had been engaged. He's going to the chapel and he was going well, to get married. Actually, he Tom was going Thomas. to the home of the woman <laughs> that he intended to marry. Oh, okay. His fiance. Yeah. The person he was engaged to. Now things, um, are done a little bit differently, at least in this particular part of the world when it comes to getting married. And so he brought like his, uh, friends and family and, uh, brought all the gifts to like oh, nice. exchange with his betrothed. And then they were going to get married. There's problem. only one problem. Uh-oh. So I I don't know where the confusion arose, but he ended up almost marrying the wrong woman. Oh, no. And it's only because of technology uh, that he almost did so. And frankly, it was only because his friends at the last minute or family realized... Oh, this we this is not right. Oh, were they like using like Google Maps and it brought them to the wrong house? Exactly. Are you oh, serious? No. So Google Maps <gasps> brought them to the wrong home. No. And he almost married the wrong woman. No. So um, there were two ceremonies, a wedding and an engagement in the same village on Sunday, which seems to have led to some confusion. So there were, you know, there were 
like it was a mistaken, you know, like, oh, look, there's a party going on over here. That's our party where we're going to get married. Luckily, a member on the man side uh, of the uh, wedding party realized that they had made a mistake and they were at the wrong venue. Oh, my gosh. Um, so they had, you know, he'd gone to the wrong house. Um, apparently, the uh, woman had gone to be attended by the makeup artist, so they didn't realize that they were in the wrong place. But can you imagine? Well, here's what I was just thinking, is like the poor woman who's (laughs) expecting the party to show up, and she's like, thinks she's maybe been stood up at the altar by everybody, literally. Right, like, where did everybody go? Then also the woman who's like, I don't, what? Who are the, what? (laughs) This is not what I was, what? Where? Luckily, somebody, and it's not clear exactly how um, they realized it, and maybe they just looked at the like reservation or at the map and were like, wait a minute, hold, hold on. on, we're supposed to be at the Radisson. Oh, this is the, you know. Hyatt. Hyatt, yeah. <laughs> Here for you, with hotel names. Thank you. <laughs> You're Thank welcome. You. Um, for our final crazy, stupid idiot, let's go to... San Francisco. Um, And I would like to file this in the instant karma bin. Okay. Because I love these stories where there's instant karma. Yep. So there's this reporter who, he's actually had this happen twice now. But the second time they actually caught the person, and I'll tell you why, and that's where the instant karma kicks in. Mm-hmm. Um. It, this it was a a reporter and a photojournalist who were on the scene of a, a story when uh, they were pepper sprayed and somebody tried to steal their very expensive camera. Oh my, okay, rude. The first time the per- it actually happened, but the second time, so so this is like this poor guy had been the target of this exact same type of robbery twice. The first time they got away with it. The second time though, uh, a security guard chased down the robbers and one of them ended up getting hit by their own getaway car. And then also they dropped the camera and broke the camera. Oh my God. So they caught the guy but also they could not identify get the camera back. So two separate times, the second time in the space of two months, the same reporter was a victim of a crime while on the job. I kind of feel like at that point, I'm going to either like, I don't know, ask to like do something else for a while. Yeah. I might be, could I be put at the desk for a while? (laughs) I don't think I want to be out in public. I don't want to be out in public to have to deal with this. No. I do think about that a lot, though, about how, I mean, you guys, you know this from watching TV. When camera, when reporters are out in public and there's a lot of people around, there is so much buffoonery that happens when oh, a camera no. is present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the minute you bust out a camera and people are like, hey, I want to be on that thing. Oh my gosh, I was watching, I can't even, I was watching, and I apologize if this lady is in our, in our listening audience, but it happened. I was watching the local news and they were doing something on um, the vaccines at the um, convention center. Sure. And they're like shooting B-roll 
of people coming out of the doors, right? And this woman gets in front of the camera and is like flexing and showing her band-aid and dancing around. And they ended up they ended up interviewing her. And she was a great interview, but at the same time I'm like Let's not reward that behavior. Sure. Just that's the problem with the world that we live in right now. Just act normal. If there's a camera there, just act normal. Don't go for your 15 minutes. Or the person that just like runs by and swears. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. Don't throw things. Mm -hmm. Don't make noises. Don't (laughs) take the microphone away and try to host a game show. My favorite is when people like walk by and they see it and then they're like trying to be all coy about it. Right. And And you're like, I see you. Like I can. Like they're out of the frame. And all of a sudden it's like. (laughs) <laughs> they're creeping in. Hey. Hi, Mom. <laughs> or they're like looking at their phone like. Yeah. And then trying to get their best angle. Yeah. You're like, okay. Or they're just going to loiter in front of the camera like they're talking on the phone like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking on the phone. Right oh, yeah. oh, I didn't see you there. Oh, yeah, no, I'm busy doing business. <laughs> yeah, I'm businessing. I'm a phone. <laughs> uh, don't act like a buffoon when there's a camera Please around. and thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That Do is it on your the radio PSA. like normal people. Yeah, exactly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time to play a game. That game is called The Throwback. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S H I P T.com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.